We did Florence actually on our own and Florence of course has masses of artisans and so that was wonderful iron workers, wonderful woodworkers, carvers, people that made lights, lots of things I had made there and it just immediately gives you a feel of the place just like the art, the English art you know gives you a feel of it. It's amazing how different art in different countries is. Hello, I'm Carol Annett from Country and Townhouse magazine. Welcome to the House Guest podcast, where I chat with experts from the world of interior design and decoration, the people behind the houses, hotels, shops and brands you see in glossy magazines like ours. If you listen on the Entail app, there's more information and images on the projects and people mentioned. And if you're doing up your own home, hopefully you'll pick up some tips for yourself. Today I'm sitting in Brown's Hotel in London with Olga Polizzi, who is the co-founder and design director of Rocco Forte Hotels and someone who truly has hospitality in her DNA. Welcome Olga and thank you for having us here at Brown's Hotel. Thank you for coming. Um, as I walked in off Albemarle Street, you hear the sort of tinkling of the piano and everyone's sitting down to tea with their silver cake stands and, and it just looked so lovely and welcoming. How on earth do you start? Where do you start when you're creating a hotel interior where people are really going to want to come? It really depends on the hotel. It depends where it is, uh, what the age of the building is, how it calls out to be dressed. So Brown's, it's a very old hotel. It's the oldest hotel in, in London. It's steeped in history and it has to be very English. Uh, you know, I've redone it now a few times and it's a rather a nerve-wracking hotel to do because our offices are just up the road and I have every director what are you doing, what colour, what really, <laughs> oh, not this. So I always dread having to do something. I mean, redoing this restaurant was a bit of a nightmare because everyone kept on looking, no, no, surely not that colour. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you so, and you've got some superb Adam Ellis wall design wallpaper, yes, is it yes. bespoke design? It's bespoke, yes. It was a difficult room, or well, I thought it was a difficult room because it was very clubby, very masculine. It's got this panelling all the way around. I couldn't take the panelling off. Usually I don't like wallpaper just round the top. So we sort of thought, you know, what would make an impact? And this is a very strong, colourful wallpaper. It's not really English, I'm afraid, but it had to be quite strong. And so this, I think, works quite well. And then we divided it up, so you've got the bar area. Then this area, if someone wants a big table, they, they have this area. And if it's not very full, they just people just sit in the middle and you still feel quite, quite full. And he's also done the wisteria, which which is very English in the yes, reception Yes, area, yes, yes. I beautiful. said we want we've got to have something really English here, and what we, we thought what flower, etc. And because it's shaped in that sort of way, it had to be something falling. So wisteria was the one, and it is nice. It's a it's bit gorgeous. over the top, but it's no, it's nice. Different. You want to walk in somewhere special and sort of go, wow. I think that's mm. part of the joy of going, of not being in your own home, being somewhere else. Uh, yes, I suppose so. I suppose it's you don't want to terrify people, but you want to give them something that little bit more, and that they do sort of write in and say, "Where did you get that paper? Where do you? What colour is that?" Which I get quite often. And for the hotels in general, is it thirteen now or fourteen you've got? It's fourteen with the ones that are coming on with Villager and Shanghai. 
uh, the, the Westbund. And that's the new one in Palermo? It's, it's Village Air. Yeah, how yes. exciting. And that's opening what, next year? That's opening in May, at the end of May. And what's the, what's the feeling with that one? That too is a really historic, it's the most beautiful hotel in Palermo. I don't know if any of you have ever been to Palermo, mm. but it's a, a marvellous sort of wild Baroque city with a lot of beautiful, the wonderful cathedral, marvellous opera house. And this hotel is their sort of pride and joy, even though it's fallen into, it's, it's, it's a bit of a mess at the moment. But everyone loves Villager, and so again, it's quite a nerve-wracking thing to do because you don't want to upset people that have loved it for years. And it was originally, the, the architect that did it, did it in rather an Art Nouveau style. And Paolo Moschino's helping me to do it. And, and was that because, is, does he have um, a relationship with that area? Or how, how do you choose? Because you've worked with Martin Brunitsky and all yes. sorts of people. Well, Martin, I would never give Villager to Martin. Because <laughs> it's somehow, it's very romantic. It has to be a little bit over the top. It has to be very luxurious, very comfortable. So th I wouldn't have thought of Martin for that one. But Martin's done quite a few things for us. He did, years ago, he did um, Villa Kennedy in Frankfurt. It's a lovely hotel, and I think those bathrooms are some of the best we've got anywhere. I think he did a fantastic job on them. And then just recently, he's done the brasserie at the Balmoral Hotel in Edinburgh. Okay. And, and so if you're working with another interior designer, are you working in cahoots with each other or do you literally pass over the whole project and say you do that because I'm very busy I've got lots of other things no to do. no we, we do work together I mean Martin I know Martin knows very well what he's doing and he's very good at restaurants but first of all we talk it through see what we're doing I mean I, I, I do like Torimaitza in Puglia I, I did myself we did it in-house from my office but we're a very small team and we can't draw every bathroom, every piece of furniture, every area. We just haven't got the, the people to do that. So I do use outside people to help with that and to do that. And it's very nice working with, I mean, I love working with Tommaso Ziffer, who's just done the Hotel de la Ville in Rome. And I love working with him. And when he first worked with me on the Derussi, he'd never done a hotel. And so we really worked incredibly closely and we helped him to you know, what we wanted in a bathroom or how we, what we needed for comfort, etc., etc., lighting. And this time round, he's more used to it and he did a lot on his own. But always coming back, always talking to me, always showing me what he was going to do. Did I like it? Did I not like it? Maybe I didn't like the odd thing and I'd say to him, I really don't like that, why don't we think of something else? And it's very nice working with outsiders because they bring something new, something different, you know, I obviously do it my way, and it's rather nice having somebody showing you how they do it their way. <laughs> and I know that one of the things that you're passionate about is finding local um, suppliers and craftsmen for, for hotels. Yes, it makes a huge difference, I think. We did Florence, actually, on our own. We got outside people to do some drawings and everything, but I did all the schemes and everything. And that, I mean, Florence, of course, has masses of artisans. Um, and so that was wonderful. You know, I, I thought that a lot of them had left Florence, but actually going round and trying to find people, I saw there were so many people, iron workers, wonderful woodworkers, carvers, people that made lights, 
lots of things I had made there. And it just immediately gives you a feel of the place, just like the art, the English art, you know, gives you a feel of it. It's amazing how different art in different countries is. Do you think that your design taste has changed over Massively. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think all our tastes have changed. You know, I was just thinking, I've got to make a speech someone, I was just thinking, uh, you know, about design, past and present, etc. And I was just thinking, you know, and and looking through my cupboard and seeing these huge big shoulders, you know, these these jackets with really, you know, enormous shoulders. It was because we all watched Dynasty. We were watching Joan Collins' Dynasty. Yes, but it was the look of the time and them big bell-bottom trousers and and then the very tight trousers that now are out again. Well, design is very like fashion. And, you know, I I had my sort of grey and beige period actually when we when we started browns and slightly more minimalist i mean i'm never minimalist in the end because i love buying and i'm always going to the fairs and buying odd pieces and and so i had this gray and beige period and everything was sort of very simple and my brother was saying why does everything have to be gray 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 you know (laughs) i said well actually gray is a very elegant color in the right places and then i never used wallpaper because i always thought for hotels you know a hotel has to be freshened up every year, sometimes every six months. And, you know, people scuff a wallpaper, and what do you do? You can't get a wallpaper hanger to take off a piece. And then also Farron Ball and, and Paint Library and all of these paint people were all up and coming then, and they just suddenly burst onto the scene and all these different, slightly different colours. And, you um, spoil for choice now. Yes, you? and so it, it was all paint, and I painted everything, and everyone talked about wallpaper, and wallpaper was out. Now I'm incredibly into wallpaper. Every, I wallpaper everything. Because <laughs> you can even get wallpaper in showers now. Apparently. I haven't so got just... to that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the next thing to come. Yeah, but, but you know, it dresses the room immediately. You have Because it's quite difficult in hotels. First of all, we have a limited budget, so you can't have wonderful pictures and... So you have you have a wallpaper and it's the room is immediately dressed and you need much much less. So you've got the there's the Rocco Forte hotels and then you have your own hotels the Trisantin in Cornwall and Hotel Ensley on the River Tamar, um, which actually I've been to. Yes, was just glorious and I, I understand you've put some new suites on there yes. as well. So how is that? How if they're your sort of babies? How do you feel? I mean, you even look differently now that you're talking about them. You sort of like. <laughs> well, I know them so well. <laughs> so how um, have you approached that design-wise differently to wearing your Rocco Forte hat? Well, not really very differently, but in a way, I can do exactly what I want in my own hotels. While I can't really at Rocco Forte, everyone has an input, and you know. You've got to have fridges in the rooms and so in my own I literally do what I want but it's still the same it's Trisantins by the sea and it's in Cornwall so it's got to be light bright blues greens you know it's that sort of look white furniture painted white furniture and Ensley is a listed rather beautiful house it's grade one listed with this marvelous garden and that's a really a country house so that calls out for something totally different. I mean, what I do with my own, which I don't do with Rockwell 40 so much, is I'm always buying new things. You know, I suddenly see a lovely piece of furniture and I'll swap it round, and, or I buy a picture, or I have some china, or, and I, you know, so the hotels are continually changing. Do the hotel managers dread you coming? 
No, they're always longing <laughs> for me to come. And they're always this, they want this. Oh, God, these curtains are looking a bit shabby or something. I hate it looking shabby, my hotel. And so I'm always redoing the chairs and, you know. So, no, they're always... I, I go very little, you know, because I don't really have time. Mm. And I used to go a lot to Trezanton, you know, when it first started. It was an incredibly exciting project, but I'd only just started then with my brother. And I bought the hotel at the same time. And we still hadn't got any hotels, and we were trying to find hotels. And, and so I think we bought the Balmoral in Edinburgh, and that was the sort of first one. And then, But in the meantime, I'd bought Trezanton, which was a total and utter wreck. It had about four or five rooms open because there was water everywhere. The kitchen was divided into three bits. There was a sort of outside area, and it was... There was carpet in the kitchen, so you sort of <laughs> sloshed onto oil How as you disgusting. walked into the kitchen. It was really horrid. And so I did it very quickly in the end. I couldn't make up my mind whether to buy it. I kept saying, why on earth do I want a little hotel in Cornwall, for goodness sake? Because also, I mean, it's become such a thing now with kind of bijou hotels, isn't it? With, yes, with it people has. wanting to, to yes, they do like, their own thing. Yes, it has, actually. It has. I think, in a way, well, in Cornwall, I definitely was the first, I think. And it was, it was amazing, you know, it really caught the imagination. And I think also people felt sorry for me because Forte had been taken over. And so everyone was very interested. I had every magazine, every newspaper. I've got, you know, books of cuttings. I had the holiday program about four times. <laughs> it was extraordinary. And I, I just couldn't believe it. And the phone's going all the time. It was packed up. It's never been so packed since, but it was packed for two years. Now I'm, we're a bit old hat, you know. But still people come with a bit of thing they've cut out of a newspaper and say, I've always wanted to come and I kept this cutting. Oh, but um, that's so nice though, So it's nice. It? That it's yes. real kind of has a heart, you know, people feel that committed to it. Well, it does have a heart and people come back, you know, I have, I had a party here actually for Trezanton a few years ago and I, I said, well, we'll ask anyone who's been 25 times. And there were just so many people. <laughs> I had to go to 30. And we still had masses of people coming. And every week I get a, a, a VIP list, so-called VIP list. And it's got, you know, Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so 36th time, Mr. and Mrs. Think 12th time, 18th time. So people come back time and time again, sometimes three times a year. Yeah. So it is amazing. Do you enjoy staying in other people's hotels? I don't really. <laughs> I, not really. I always see everything wrong, you know. <laughs> I see everything wrong in our hotels as well. I mean, I can't. when I stay in our hotels, it's a nightmare. Because, you know, someone comes through the door and then nobody's going straight to, you know, say, where would you like to sit or something. So, you know, I always have to get up and say, are you okay? Would you like to sit down? You know, I, I always feel... I feel for the guest if they're not being really, really well looked after. So it's always, I'm always slightly nervous when I'm in our hotels. So I go to Verdura, you know, in Sicily every summer, which is lovely. And there I get on the beach right early in the morning and stay far away so that I don't <laughs> see anything going on. So at least I can have a holiday. <laughs> and what about timelines with a hotel? Because I think people completely underestimate how quickly you have to work. Oh yes, it, it, is, it is really a nightmare. I mean, Torre Maitza, 
I think was six months from beginning to end and we had to you know take down a lot of things that had been built abusively without planning permission so massive stuff came out and I had to knock all that down before I could really see the bones of the place which were rather beautiful but you couldn't they were covered and then had to decide you know what we do and there's no second thoughts you know you have to sort of yes okay well let's do it like this and then you know and then you think oh god did I do it right is it the right thing but it's too late to change and so we do rush and Torimaitsa we're starting now in November and we have to be open by the end of May and it's it's a huge job walls coming down two rooms into one totally new bathrooms and we're only doing in the first phase we're doing 65 rooms and the public areas, most of the public areas. I mean, we have been working on them and know what we're doing. We put two prototype rooms. We always put prototype rooms in because that really helps. It helps with the lighting, you know, so you can see is it right. And also with the look, you know, then Rocco comes to see it and other people come and see it and they sort of say, no, I don't like this or... And so it's really important yeah. to put a prototype So you know exactly what you're doing yes. when, it, when it gets to do every, all the other yeah, All the exactly. others, otherwise, you know, we'd make mistakes. Yeah. And even bathrooms, you know, you just move this slightly over or make the mirrors a little bit taller or something like that. And what about Shanghai? There's one opening there. Yes, I mean, that's been incredibly slow. Because that's quite a departure for... It is, it is. I wish it was somewhere else in Europe. (laughs) But it will be good because we're getting more and more Chinese visitors. And it should be a really beautiful hotel. There I've thought, you know, there's so many art hotels. But I thought, you know, China is known for its China. And so I thought, let's try and find some young Chinese potters. And then instead of libraries, we do a pottery library you know with all different um, and all the rooms have got pots in and plates and so I still haven't found all the potters but um, that's what I'm aiming to do to give it something slightly different. And is it true that you hate doilies? (laughs) Yes I hate doilies. (laughs) When I walked in today and I was looking at everyone having tea and I was trying to spot through the beveled glass whether anyone actually had a doily on their underneath. (laughs) They probably do. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you hate doilies so much? I don't know there's lots of things I don't really like but you know in the old days with 40 hotels, all the managers always used to put these sort of doilies. I used to sort of come and pick them up. And sort of <laughs> <laughs> they really dreaded me then. Um, but um, I'm guessing the gold ones were even worse than the white ones. Then. <laughs> yes, I mean, you, sometimes you do need a paper. I don't know what you want to call it. I'm not going to call it a doily. But the doilies for me are usually the ones sort of dumb crocheted or something. That's brilliant. Olga, thank you so much. It's been really fascinating. Thank you. Pleasure. Thanks for listening to House Guests from Country and Townhouse magazine with me, Carol Annett. Don't forget to subscribe to the series on iTunes or Entail, where you can also find images, links and notes to enhance each episode. In the meantime, you can follow me on Instagram at Carol W. Annett. And keep up to date on all the podcast news and show notes online at countryandtownhouse.co.uk slash podcast. And please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe.